Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer podcast. My name is Deb McBride, and I'm an astrologer in Escazú, Costa Rica, and I am having a beautiful day here. The weather is behaving. No rain so far today, which is amazing. The sun is shining, and we have a lot to look at on this day, September 29th, 2019, on a Sunday. So this week... One of the big events is that Pluto is going direct, and that is on Thursday, October 3rd, in the wee hours of the morning, Eastern Time. And we this is important for a variety of reasons. First of all, it's always important when an outer planet stations direct, or stations retrograde. And in this case, Pluto is going direct at 20 degrees Capricorn, which is where Saturn, also traveling in Capricorn, went retrograde at the end of April. Now, Saturn went direct on the 18th of September, 11 days ago, so they are now headed to meet up in the sign of Capricorn. That will happen on January 12th, 2020, which is going to be the exact and the only exact conjunction of Saturn and Pluto. So Saturn was gearing up and going forward to make this conjunction and now Pluto is going forward also. So now we're all systems go headed towards that day in January when they are going to meet up and be exact. So this is important because they have not been together since 1983 or so. And the last time we had any sort of relationship with these two in conjunction was the early 80s, 1981, 1982, 1983. I think there were more exact conjunctions back then. But this is the next step here. And so we're headed towards this. Um, I think that I know that what I'm feeling is there is this backdrop of energy that is hard that even though we're managing and we're going on with our lives and we're stepping forward and stepping into our power as best as possible because that's what these two planets are asking us to do the, you know there are positive things happening venus is in libra for example that's its own sign it's very happy there um but it's an interesting time because with the backdrop of saturn and pluto this is a very strong strong aspect to have it's a resilience it's a resilient aspect anyone born with this conjunction is resilient but then can also feel like they have no strength so it's it's a duality this this aspect can be very powerful and helpful to you but there's always this edge with it that exists and it's you know sometimes people who have this aspect don't really feel great all the time they get depressed they get um, disempowered they have to work through some tough stuff in their life but i believe that um where we are right now you know there is this backdrop of what feels either complicated or an uphill climb. I think that's probably the best way to describe it. It feels like we're, we're ascending and it's a long road ahead. And there's a lot of work to do under these kinds of aspects. We, we have to step up to our power. We have to step on our, step up our game and step on the accelerator a little bit. And it's hard because Saturn and Pluto you know, Saturn impedes in some ways, but also structures. Pluto wants to transform, destroy the old structures, uh, bring 
us to a new place in our lives. And Saturn and Pluto usually level the playing field. Usually something happens that is either changing the the map as we know it or changing our life as we know it or causing us to have to let go of something or bring in something. You know, people still have babies. Still, you know, they still have um, new children now and new things begin and and what happens is that we are in a in a time where we have to pay attention to the Saturn Pluto by house in our chart. So it's in Capricorn. If you know your chart, it's in the Capricorn house at this, you know, Saturn is at 14 degrees and Pluto is at 20. Now they're six degrees apart, which is still close. And they, you know, Pluto moves slower than Saturn. So Saturn is going to catch up to Pluto and they are going to meet in January. And it will be two days after an eclipse. So I, I think we're going to have some intense moments ahead, but we need to stay on track. We need to focus on what our mastery is, how to go there, how to be connected to our mastery, and how to be aware of the next steps in our life to keep going upward. Because Capricorn is a climber. Capricorn is the goat. Remember, goats climb very well. They have great agility to go up sides of mountains that many of us can't do. So they are climbers, and Capricornians are climbers. And we need to take this energy and build something. So climb and build and climb and build and build and climb. Um, but if you're having difficulty doing that, it's you have to look at where you need to transform right now. Each of us is presented with a challenge and we have to own that challenge and own the responsibility because heaven knows that this is a responsibility aspect because of Saturn and because they're both in Capricorn. And we really need to address our karma. We need to address our lessons. We need to make, you know, amends where we need to make amends and we need to take care of business in, in business. Capricorn is a business oriented sign. We have to take care of business in our own life. And it's important to take responsibility for our actions and take responsibility for, um, what we put into the world. And if you are someone, for example, if you're an entrepreneur, you work for yourself, it's hard right now for you to, to take that, you know, you've got to make that uphill climb and you sometimes have to do it alone. So the most important thing is to remember that we're headed in the direction of culmination of this. We're, in, we're headed toward the climax now. So we're not hanging around in the retrogrades. We're no longer retrograde. Once Thursday comes, Pluto goes ahead in the wee hours of the morning Eastern time, and we are moving straight forward to that conjunction. And it's very powerful, and we have to work for that. So do not let up. Do not give up. We have to handle this one step at a time, and what comes our way are often things we wanted, um, and sometimes things we don't want, but are lessons we have to learn or karma that we have to take care of or growth-oriented experiences. This is not a simple aspect. This is not frivolous. This is not necessarily fun. It just requires a lot of focus. And paying attention, for example, to what your best qualities are, really reaching your point of mastery. It's important. So on that note, 
Thursday also sees Mercury going into Scorpio in the wee hours of the morning. So Mercury really hasn't been in Libra very long. A few weeks ago, it went in on the 14th of September and it zipped through Libra. And this Thursday, it's going to enter the sign of Scorpio, which is ruled by Pluto. So we now have planets going into Scorpio and they are ruled by Pluto, which is turning direct. So this is very powerful. Mercury is the planet of communication. Uh, Mercury and Scorpio gives us a lot of mental acuity. It gives us great focus. It can be a little sarcastic, so watch your tongue. Mercury and Scorpio is very smart, sharp, and, you know, takes no prisoners. <laughs> so I would really make sure that you try to remain as diplomatic as possible while we are in the sign of Libra and be um, calm and, and watch your words. Watch your words. The last week has been a little interesting. It's been kind of tough. We had Mercury and both Mercury and Venus squaring Saturn in the last week. And it's been, you know, I hope everybody was diplomatic in their relationships. It's been complicated and tough. I found it to be chaotic this past week. I found there to be a lot of details that um, needed to be addressed. I found that we were getting information that wasn't always wonderful <laughs> and things were hard things last week was uh, i think challenging for a lot of people and i think a bunch of us i know were exhausted from it so we got to repair this weekend we got to take good care of ourselves in this next couple days um so where mercury and venus have gone um is that they they are in this path in Libra and they are making square to these Capricorn planets. And the other day we had Mercury square Pluto last Thursday. And this Wednesday, um, actually Tuesday the 1st, Venus will square Pluto. So Venus is going to square Pluto, depending on where you are, very early in the wee hours of the morning Eastern time. But where I am in the mountain time zone, it's going to be Monday night. And Venus and Pluto are an interesting pair because Venus is in her own sign and she's got kind of got the power here. But Venus-Pluto often indicates a soap opera. So there's details of, you know, um, relationships because Venus is in Libra. Venus is about relationships, about love. There's a little bit of a soap opera. There's a little bit of a triangle action, possibly. Don't tell them I told you this, but here it is. Here's the information. And don't tell them this or don't tell them that. But really, when you are uh, dealing with Venus-Pluto, it's important to remember there's a lot of transformation involved, transformation of relationships, uh, looking at relationships differently, elevating yourself out of what could potentially be a soap opera, being aware. So the key thing with outer planets is always trying to be as aware as possible and expressing from the highest point and taking the high road as opposed to, you know, following your, following your animal instincts, especially where Pluto is concerned, and being, and being, you know, taking it down a notch. We want to take it up a notch. So when we get the outer planets involved in personal planets such as Venus and Pluto, we want to try to act with our best foot forward. These are not easy aspects. Venus and Pluto can be a little, you know, there's there could be arguments, there could be um, wounded relationships, there could be 
flowering, passionate, intense relationships. And that's all good, you know, all that intensity. But make sure that your feet are on the ground when you're dealing with this. Um, this is a very passionate aspect. It can, like I said, bring soap operas, but it can also open the door to something very powerful and also creativity. So there could be something really amazingly creative going on in your life this week that you own and you blossom with and that you um, get deep with. It's Pluto and Venus want us to go deep. They want us to go deep into our passions, what makes us excited about our art or our work or, you know, our friendships or our what we what we deal with every day or or our relationships deep and passionate and powerful and own our power in our relationships if you're in a relationship that is not helping you own your power this is an opportunity to step up and do that or where you feel like your power has been taken from you time and again this is where you need to you know sort of step in and take take back power it's important um Venus and Pluto are, you know, often a, a, a relationship that could bring up some secrets. Sometimes we find out secrets during a Venus-Pluto aspect. It could be something that we didn't expect. It could be something that's very dramatic because Pluto is high drama. But it also could just be another day where you are living your life and um, get passionately involved in something, which is, you know, it could be a cause, it could be your art, could be anything. Um, it is more important for the people who have Pluto-Venus squares in their charts. So if you have maybe another aspect of Venus and Pluto, you might feel it a bit. But what's important is to pay attention if you do have a Pluto Venus square or Venus Pluto square in your chart you want to pay attention to that and just see what happens this week because this is what we call a recurrence for you um, so that's another thing that's happening the other thing is that Friday Mars goes into Libra again at the wee hours of the morning Eastern time and on Thursday night for me mountain time but Mars going into Libra till the middle of November is an interesting thing because Mars is an Aries planet. It rules Aries. It loves that fire of Aries. It has to be polite in Libra. It doesn't do well in that. Mars does not enjoy being in Libra. This is not its favorite place. It's not its favorite sign. This is not a place for it to get, um, you know, get its get its passions going get its confidence up it's it's where we call it it's you know it's in its rulership in aries and it's a detriment in libra so we don't love mars and libra but it forces us to be conscious of balancing and fairness and a lot of times when mars is in libra the scales tip in the direction of one person over the other, and it may not necessarily be fair. Or, you know, if you know someone with Mars and Libra, they they often put the blame on other people. Not always. <laughs> Sometimes they can do this very well and and handle it very nicely. But you know, Mars is Mars is a singular, confident, strong arrow flying through the air. Libra is the balance of two things the justice system the the back and forth 
of tipping the scale one way or the other. Mars likes to be direct. This is a very indirect place for Mars. And so it's a little complicated when Mars goes into Libra. So just, you know, watch what happens in the next month and a half till mid-November when Mars goes into its favorite sign, one of its favorite signs, Scorpio. And just, you know, remember we're dealing with Mars and Libra. So if you feel something is not fair in your life, then you need to speak up about it. But truly examine the fairness of it. Is it really not fair or is it just not fair to you and it doesn't matter about anybody else? Mars is from Aries and it's like focused on itself. Libra is thinking about the other person. These are opposite things. So you have to really figure out where the line is drawn in the sand and if it's really something that is worth fighting for. Mars and Libra doesn't fight a fair fight necessarily. It should. You think it would, but often does not. So it's important to pay attention to what you think is fair and what you think is not fair, etc. These are, these are powerful, powerful points. Um, in the meantime, um, Mercury then is going to make, once it gets itself into Scorpio, then we're getting into Uranus territory because Uranus is the opposite sign of Taurus. So it, on the 7th of October, Mercury is going to oppose Uranus. And Mercury opposing Uranus is brilliant. It's genius. It's also a little nerve-wracking. So remember that next Monday when you're thinking about, you know, what you what goals you have and what, what tasks you have to get done that day. It's important to, um, to just sort of think clearly and not be chaotic and kind of make lists and be, be as focused as possible. And use your creativity that day. Sit down with yourself and mull over ideas and come up with some new plans. That's a really good use of the Mercury-Uranus energy. In the meantime, before Venus takes her journey to Pluto, she's sort of, she's in the square and she's in between Saturn and Pluto. So she went to Saturn last Wednesday and she's going to Pluto this Tuesday. So she's really in this in-between spot in a kind of a rough place. Fortunately, she's in her own sign. She's not exactly besieged in the in traditional sense where she's in, in between the two planets, like if she would be in Capricorn in a, like in a few months. But really, it's going to require some navigation with relationships as far as Venus you know, squaring Saturn and then squaring Pluto. So we really want to watch where the relationships are going this week. We really have to navigate this. I just wanted to say that before we got away from that topic. Um, one of the other important things to note is that when we get into this um, next week, the moon will be in Scorpio for a few days until... Wednesday when it eventually goes into Sagittarius at 7.45 a.m. Eastern Time. And, you know, we've got a stationing Pluto and the moon is going to be in Scorpio. So this could potentially be somewhat of an intense week. So as Pluto, the ruler of that Scorpio moon, is slowing down, we are looking at, you know, the Venus aspect and we're looking at the the moon in Scorpio. So there's a lot of passion flying around right now. And so be good with it. Own it. Use it properly. Don't be frivolous. Don't be, um, you know, soap opera-ish. <laughs> and whatever you feel intensely, sort of take it down a notch. Downgrade it a little bit if there's just, if you th the 
passions are getting a little too heated, and that could be anger too. That doesn't mean all sorts of fun and frivolity. That could be anger too. So just watch your watch your temper, watch your uh, emotions, temper them, keep them in a good place. Um, so right now we just had a new moon. And that was an early Libra. And I hope you did a ritual or you hope you did something that gives you uh, a new feeling of starting some new relationship things. Um, it will go void tonight at 10.06 p.m. Eastern Time. And that is important for us um, to pay attention to if we're trying to get anything done. Because, you know, I don't. it's not always in the middle of the night for the rest of the world. So wherever it is you are with the moon going void 10.06 p.m. Eastern Where is what time is that for you? It could be the middle of the afternoon. It goes 5.42 a.m. into Scorpio tomorrow um, and we are starting that couple days of Scorpio moon. When we get to Wednesday it will go into Sag and you know be ruled by Jupiter. Things will get a little lighter. It will be in Sag on Thursday um, and most of Friday, because, you know, that's, it takes two and a half days, it'll be in Sag, and that'll be good, you know, it's, at least it's not so intense with the Scorpio moon on the day that Mercury goes into Scorpio and Pluto goes direct, it'll be a little lighter, and the moon will meet Jupiter on Thursday, so that's going to help lighten things up a bit. Um, Pluto is a heavy energy, we're dealing with heavy stuff, we are watching things happen that are powerful and um, we are needing to own our power in the best way we can. Next weekend we have another Capricorn moon on Saturday and Sunday where we get that occultation that we've been looking at all year where the moon occults Saturn and then occults Pluto on Sunday. So first the Saturn occultation occurs Saturday afternoon and then Sunday it's going to occur in the wee hours to Pluto. So we we have to remember that um, this is one of those times when we might, it, it's an interesting time because we're, we're still headed towards Saturn and Pluto, but the moon blocks their light when we have these occultations. So that'll be Saturday and Sunday. The closer they get to each other, Saturn and Pluto, the closer the occultation will happen. And that is something to watch as we approach that Saturn-Pluto conjunction. The sun is in Libra, as we know it went into Libra last week, and it goes to, it's, it's going to make those aspects to Saturn and Pluto too. So it's going to trigger this Saturn and Pluto thing because we're in a cardinal sign and it's going to square Saturn next Monday the 7th. So that is going to be when the sun gets wedged the way Venus is and the sun is going to get wedged and between Saturn and Pluto by square, not by conjunction. So remember that we're going, it, it might, we're, we're starting that next week and we'll talk more about it next week, but it really is one of those conditions where we again have to be navigating. There's a lot of navigation. Whenever a planet is going to go into a cardinal sign now, it's going to be navigating around the Saturn Pluto. So we are at the cardinal time of year where we just saw Mercury and Venus go through this part of Libra where it's making, it's navigating around Saturn and Pluto. And then the sun is going to start doing that next week. So just be aware of it. 
The sun is our life force. Take good care of yourself during this time. Make sure that you get enough rest to make sure you, you know, you get enough food and energy and feel good about yourself. Um, when we are dealing with Saturn and Pluto, inevitably there is going to be transformation in our lives. There's going to be change. The playing field is going to shift. Something is going to come in. Something might go out. You might have something really wonderful and amazing happen because you reached your goal. So don't look at this as if it's this awful detrimental thing. It's just a lot of power and it's hard to own this power. It's hard to climb that hill and grab it. And think of it as like a challenge that you can meet and a challenge that is going to give you more confidence and strength by the time you meet your goals and you meet your challenges. It's not a time to be confused. It's hard to be confused right now if you are confused about what's going on. And I suggest you consult an astrologer. <laughs> you know, if you've got some things in your life that are not going smoothly and you need them to, to, to get them in line, you know, maybe you want to consult your favorite astrologer and, you know, or check in with your favorite healer. This is a time to end old patterns as well. As I mentioned last week, Saturn is hitting that south node now, right now as we speak, and it is the last time we're going to see that aspect for a while. So, remember what you've gone through all year. Remember the challenges you have met. Do not give in to the old patterns. I said this last week. I'm saying it again. I've been saying it for months. Watch my video on YouTube about Saturn and Pluto and the nodes and how the nodes in Capricorn and Cancer are working with us to get us out of these old patterns with Saturn and Pluto. In the meantime, use the Libra energy to balance yourself, to be in harmony in relationships, to work with others peacefully to encourage balance in all your relationships in your life and encourage balance in your own life. Um, it's a time of beauty. It's a time of aesthetic. It's a time of great design. It's a time of um, reaching out to others. So I recommend that those are good things to do. Those are the big aspects of the week. The moon will do its usual dance through the last few signs of the zodiac. It goes into Aquarius next Sunday evening. The, the only real big void day this week is mm, Friday. We're going to have a good long void until the middle of the afternoon. By that time, everybody's getting ready to go home from work. <laughs> and next Sunday... It's going to be um, void for a number of hours in the evening next Sunday. But there's not a whole huge amount of void this week, which means we can get things accomplished and we don't have to navigate around void moons too much. So I'm not too worried about that. And that's about it. Um, again, Pluto's the big news this week. And usually something major happens. So there's a big shift in the cultural cosmos in, in our in our collective consciousness, we're going to see something shift. And that could be in your country, in your world. There'll be things in your life that you'll watch shift, but there'll also be things that are collectively in your world that are giving you a strong um, push forward. And that's what we all need right now. So we all have to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps now and navigate a whole lot. 
and navigate that mountain as we climb it to reach our goals. Thank you for listening. I'm Deb McBride. My website is goldenastrologer.com. This has been the Golden Astrologer podcast. My website is brand new so if you haven't seen it please check it out you can book appointments right on my website um i see clients regularly if you'd like an astrology appointment uh my instagram is the golden astrologer my twitter is at deb astrology i welcome questions and i welcome followers and all those interested in astrology you can visit my youtube channel deb mcbride the golden astrologer and you will find out more about saturn and pluto and how to navigate the south node with Saturn and Pluto. Thank you for listening. Have a pleasant week ahead. See you next week.